This is an encore broadcast of Streams in the Desert Live. I believe that we are living in the days John wrote about. The end times are upon us, and of that there is no doubt. Get your mind out of the world, take your Bible off the shelf, read the book of Revelations for yourself. Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, February 26, 2020, for the Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. Coming to you from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio via StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is The Two-Sided Coronavirus Coin. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne and we bow down spiritually speaking. We ask that the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit permeate this place and over the airwaves today to touch the hearts, minds, and spirits of your people. Lord God, we ask that every word that be said be said in the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit and nothing else. We love you, praise you, give you all the glory, and we ask that the minds of those who are ready, willing, and waiting to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, that today will be their day. And for us who already walk with you, Lord Jesus, we say thank you for taking our place upon the cross of Calvary, that we may have eternal life walking the streets of gold with you in the near future. And we pray it all in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we begin our show for today, it is with an old but true saying, Miss Robin, the devil is mad and I am glad, but my friends, now you might ask just why I would open the show with such a saying. So let me explain. Just two days after doing the show last week, see that no man deceives you, where I proceeded to tell you that the Lord God had not put any urgency in my spirit concerning the so-called coronavirus, 
On Friday, February 21st, 2020, suddenly, the mainstream media and those online who write articles and make alternative news videos for monetary gain began to go on a rampage by posting fearful articles, tweets, and videos concerning an escalation in, there again, the so-called coronavirus sending the stock market and some people in America into a royal frenzy. For those of you who were not tuned in last week, I spoke of how the magnification of the whole so-called coronavirus event is in reality related to the fact that President Trump, since at least his first day in office, has been working hand-in-hand with the powers that be from a military and intelligence standpoint, also referred to many times as Q, in an operation that I would simply like to call the Patriots versus the Deep State. In the taking down of this country's corrupt government figures and the current economic system dominated by the central bank, or in other words, the Federal Reserve. This takedown, which is almost ready to be rolled out to the public, is from the economic system standpoint a repeating of history as can be read about in the time of President Andrew Jackson and is, as well, my friends, outlined in my show titled President Trump and President Jackson, What Do They Hold in Common? Dated October 9th, 2019. And and is, my friends, at this point in in time, behind the scenes, reaching an ear-shattering crescendo. My friends, I do believe that we will see the fruits of this venture very shortly after President Trump is reelected. The so-called coronavirus is as well simultaneously being used as a distraction concerning the soon coming exposure, takedown, and arrest of many in a the American government, who are corrupt and are many of the same players during this election year that are trying to, at this very moment, blame President Trump for not paying more attention to the so-called coronavirus situation and pandemic preparedness, of which we will touch on later in this broadcast. Moving forward, let me remind you that the reason for this broadcast is to expose the truth of the headlines of our daily news as they line up with Bible prophecy. One of the most important things to remember as we walk through the unraveling of this demonic mess of which one day soon and very soon will lead to the open rule and reign of Satan's Antichrist beast, false prophet, and the mark of the beast, one world governance, economic, monetary, and religious system, is that the Lord God wants none to perish. And for that very reason, he has given those who will follow his one and only begotten son, who is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ, not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. 
to hear the voice of his Holy Spirit calling them into a personal relationship with the only Savior of the world, who there again is Jesus Christ, and to be ready, watching, waiting, and praying for Jesus' soon return in the rapture for those who belong to him at his appearing. With that said, let us now get into our first piece of the day, of which is written by Mr. Michael Snyder of the Economic Collapse blog.com, dated yesterday, February 25th, 2020, and is titled Ominous Warnings About the Very Rapid Spread of the Coronavirus. Of which Mr. Snyder begins by asking, is a widespread coronavirus outbreak inside the United States inevitable? After weeks of generally optimistic statements, officials are now warning us to prepare for the worst. Over the past several days, we have seen the number of confirmed cases outside of China escalate dramatically, and this has already rattled global financial markets. How interesting. We're not worried about telling anybody what to do or how to prepare. We're worried about what's happening with the global financial markets. That sounds like a real uh, devastating event taking place, my friends, when you think about what what things go in what order when something like this is really happening. Continuing on, after being down more than a 1,000 points on Monday, the Dow Jones Industrial Average fell another 870 points on Tuesday, says Mr. Schneider. U.S. stocks have lost more than $1.7 trillion in value in just two days. Much more importantly, he says, a wave of tremendous panic is starting to sweep across America, and it looks like this crisis is just getting started. Usually, officials at the CDC, he says, choose their words very carefully so that they do not needlessly alarm the public. With this in mind, I would like for you to consider three statements that the CDC's Dr. Nancy Messonier made about a potential outbreak inside the United States during a press conference on Tuesday, says Mr. Schneider. Number one, it's not so much of a question of if this will happen in this country anymore, but a question of when this will happen. Number two, disruption to everyday life may be severe. Number three, we are asking the American public to prepare for the expectation that this might be bad. Well, bad and severe are two different things, my friends. Mr. Snyder then says, can you ever recall a top CDC official ever making statements this ominous? I certainly can't, he says, just before going on to say, in addition to Messner's warning, uh, warn, in addition, Messner warned that it may soon become necessary for schools and businesses to greatly restrict person-to-person contact. Well, as of this hour, nobody that I know in any of their businesses has been contacted about this situation. So it's not to the point of uh, a dire situation Now, my friends, Mr. Snyder writes, the CDC outlined what schools and businesses will likely need to do if this COVID 
19 virus becomes an epidemic outbreak outbreak in the United States. Schools should consider dividing students into smaller groups or close and use internet, internet-based teleschooling. Dr. Nancy Messinger, uh, director of the CDC's National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Diseases, told reporters on a conference call for adult business that told uh told reporters on a conference call. For adults, businesses can replace in-person meetings with video or telephone conferences and increase teleworking options, Messiner said. Mr. Schneider then says, on a temporary basis, such as uh, such measures would not be too disruptive. But what if this virus just keeps spreading month after month? Well, you know, this is a great negative attitude, and I'm really not pleased with it myself, my friends, because I know that the Lord has already said there's no reason to be urgent in your spirit concerning this matter. It, sh- it too shall pass. He, Mr. Snyder, says, we are potentially facing a scenario that is truly unprecedented, and it is becoming increasingly clear that officials have lost confidence that they will be able to contain this virus. In fact, one former U.S. official told USA Today that the horse is out of the barn. Dennis Carroll, former director of the U.S. Agency for International Development's Global Health Security and Development Unit credited China's extraordinary control measures with delaying the spread of the virus, but he said avoiding a pandemic is very unlikely. The dynamic uptick of cases in South Korea and Iran and Italy and are uh, reflective of a self-sustaining spreading of the virus, Carol, who now leads the global uh Berman uh, Project Science uh, Cooperation, uh, VIRM, uh, not Vermin, but VIRM, <laughs> uh, I, probably either way it would fit, um, told USA Today, and a clear message that the horse is out of the barn. At this point, Mr. Schneider then says, there are still only a few dozen confirmed cases in the United States, but authorities are uh, bracing for the worst. If you can believe it, he says, in San Francisco, Mayor London Breed just declared a state of emergency because of this virus. Well, I got news for you. Y'all have seen the pictures of what's going on in San Francisco, who belongs to Nancy Pelosi. And it's not about the coronavirus, my friends. It's about the devastation going on their streets, going on on their streets daily, long before the coronavirus was ever thought up. Mayor London Breed declared a local emergency in San Francisco Tuesday amid the coronavirus outbreak. Despite there being not no being no confirmed cases among the city's residents. Quote, although there are still zero confirmed cases in San Francisco residents, the global picture is changing rapidly and we need to step up preparedness. Breed said in a statement, we 
see the virus spreading in new parts of the world every day, and we are taking the necessary steps to protect San Francisco from harm. Well, that's nice, but they haven't taken any steps to protect people from pooping out on the sidewalks and their needles being everywhere that if you walk by, you just might step on one and on and on and on. So you have to consider the source and what is being said in some of these statements, my friend, is what I'm getting at. Mr. Snyder continues by sharing, and after being quite uh, apathetic about this outbreak at the first, people all over America are suddenly realizing that they should be preparing for a potential pandemic. In fact, he says, Silicon Valley investor Jeff Lewis created quite a stir when he asked for advice on stockpiling food. The following is the question he posted on Twitter that caused so much of an uproar. If one were hypothetically stockpiling four months of shelf-stable food, what would folks uh, recommend optimizing for keto-friendly? Mr. Snyder then says, we haven't seen anything like this in the United States in a very long time. But we're... But we haven't ever had a single death. But we haven't, he says, even had a single death from this virus in our country yet. And my friends, I want to remind you that when everybody was freaking out a few years ago on the SARS and the Ebola, we didn't have any deaths that uh, were uh, from SARS at all in the United States, number one. And it originated in China and they had a bunch. But, it, you know, it never came here. It never... No one died from it here, okay? And then the Ebola, two people in America died, but neither one of them contracted the Ebola in America. They were brought back to America for treatment. One was a doctor who performed uh, with Doctors Without Borders, and the other one was a man from the infected area who came to visit family in Texas. So this is how... And we saw the hype that they poured on about the Ebola and the uh, SARS back in those days. So remember, consider the source. Um, We haven't even seen a single death from this virus in our country yet. How crazed, he said, will people get when victims start dropping dead in the streets like they have in Wuhan? There is now talk that that the I. OC could possibly cancel or postpone the Olympic Games in Tokyo. At one time, such talk would have seemed crazy, but this is how serious, says Mr. Schneider, this outbreak has become. In Iran, the number of confirmed cases has now jumped to 95, although many uh, people believe that the true number is far, far higher. Well, I did see it today, and it is now 139, so it's not far, far higher. But uh, if there's any cases at all, it stands the last time I look at 139. During a press conference, says Mr. Snyder, on Monday, Iran's deputy health minister attempted to downplay the seriousness of this outbreak. But on Tuesday, we learned that he's been infected, too. You know, my friends, you can't write this stuff. This is so far out and demented. I can't even believe what these people are trying to do. 
It's the Hegel principle. They're creating a situation, they're making you believe it, and then they're making you beg for an answer to how to uh, take it away. My friends, don't fall for it. See that no man deceives you. Follow what the Lord God has to say on these matters. And my friends, if you don't know his voice and you don't have a personal relationship with his one and only begotten son, I suggest that you get one very soon because one day you will take your last breath no matter how it comes. And then comes eternity. Mr. Snyder says that um, Tuesday we learned that he has been infected too. Iran's deputy health minister said that he had tested positive for the novel coronavirus and is in self-quarantine at his home just a day after he appeared in a news conference in um, Tehran where he sought to quill fears about the outbreak. Iran uh, Harachi had had the rather the head of Iran's uh, counter co- uh, coronavirus task force announced the illness in a v- uh, video online while vowing that authorities would continue working to control the spread. My friends. All of President Trump's enemies are coming together in this sham. North Korea, South Korea, not South Korea, North Korea, Iran, and uh, the people in all the governmental agencies like uh, the World Health Organization and the UN and you just name who we're talking about here and They are all against President Trump. You have to see what is going on. Apparently, says Mr. Schneider, not wanting to be outdone, one of the officials in South Korea that was overseeing the response to this outbreak decided to jump off a bridge. Well, I guarantee you, my friends, that 99 and 9 tenths percent chance he didn't jump off a bridge for the purpose of overseeing the coronavirus. It says, but in Seoul took one, uh, took on a more morbid tone Tuesday following reports in the local press that a civil, uh, civil servant from the ministry of justice, emergency safety plan, uh, planning office jumped off a bridge in Seoul about 5 a.m. local time Tuesday. He may have uh, been uh, disappeared for the fact that he said, there's nothing going on here, and that's all it would take for you to be disappeared in this uh, capacity that he was supposed to be working in. My friends, if you're not going to play the game, you're not going to be around to tell the story. It says the official the official was one of several individuals charged with overseeing the government's response to the virus as cases soar and hysteria mounts. We suspect that this news won't exactly help quiet the public's nerves, said the report. Mr. Snyder Mr. Snyder adds to this statement, and so say I, my friends, suicide is never an answer to anything, and we should all be praying for that man's family, for whatever reason that he jumped off the bridge, if he was 
if he really jumped off our bridge at all, my friends, because I would venture to say that his death had nothing to do with the coronavirus. Moving ahead, Mr. Snyder states that in Italy, the number of confirmed cases has grown by more than 15 times since Friday. Which means, my friends, it sounds ominous, over in Italy, the number of confirmed cases has surpassed 300 to 322, while the number of dead climbed to 10, according to Italian emergency chief Angelo uh, Borelli, who said their newly uh, deceased were over the age of 80. That's up from that's up from just 20 confirmed cases on Friday. Newly deceased were over 80 years old. It was said at a press conference in Rome to, uh, Tuesday. The new infections uh, include three cases in southern Sicily region. Italian civilian protection official Borelli said. My friends, they were over 80. They might have died of the common flu or pneumonia and possibly even double pneumonia who knows we don't mr schneider continues by pointing out all of a sudden people all over europe are wanting to avoid italians because of the potential of catching the virus in most cases the fear is irrational but we do know he says that an italian just spread the virus to a hotel in spain's canary islands Hundreds of staff and tourists staying at a hotel in Spain's Canary Islands were put under lockdown on Tuesday. El Paris newspaper reported one person who had stayed at the establishment was later found to have tested positive for the coronavirus. Mr. Snyder then interjects, I lived in Italy for a few years as a child and I have a great love for the country. It is so sad to watch what is happening over there, but the same things are going to start happening here. In fact, Dr. Messiner uh, has told the public that now is the time to begin preparing for a mass outbreak. Quote, people are concerned about this situation. I would say rightfully so, Messiner said, but we are putting our concerns to work preparing. Now is the time for businesses, hospitals, communities, schools, and everyday people to begin preparing as well. Well, that's fine, my friends. But as I said, I've checked with people in the business world who are in close contact with the public all day long, and they've heard nothing about any changes that uh, other than what has been said at the very beginning of this outbreak, which was good hand washing, tech, washing hand, hand washing techniques and to just watch what you're doing uh, as far as you would with the common flu. Mr. Snyder then says, if you do prepare and all of this turns out to be false alarm, at least you will be ready, I love this part, for the next crisis that is coming. And I totally agree with him on that last part. But if you don't do anything, he says, to prepare and things get really, really bad, 
it could end up costing you dearly. Well, first of all, like I said, I'm putting my trust in the Lord first, not man. So if the Lord has something that he wants me to prepare for, then I definitely will be on it. And uh, that's because I can hear the voice of the Lord. And I know the difference between his voice and the voice of the enemy who is Satan. So the fact is, is my friends, uh, even if for some reason you were unable to prepare, just think of all the people who don't have money to prepare for anything except staying alive for today as far as their finances go. The Lord will make a way where there seems to be no way when a person is in dire straits, my friends, and sometimes it just leads that person to actually become a Christian for the fact that they saw how God truly did work miraculously in their life in a very dire situation. Mr. Snyder ends his piece by stating, if this virus starts spreading across the United States like wildfire, you and your family will want to minimize contact with the public as much as possible. So stock up on things that you will need because when things start getting really crazy, the stores will be cleaned out very quickly. Now, my friends, if that is uh, if that if it is uh, the truth that this could happen, then that would be a true statement. But there again, the Lord has put no urgency in my spirit. So I say on that panic stricken note, my friends, I will be right back after the break with, as Paul Harvey used to say, the rest of the story as we continue with the two sided coronavirus coin. Some days life feels perfect, other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong, and everything in between. Yo, it's crazy, amazing, we can turn our heart through the words we say. Mountains crumble with every syllable, hope can live or die. So speak life, speak life, to the deadest, darkest night. Speak life, speak life, when the sun won't shine and you don't know why. Look into the eyes of the broken hearted, watch them come alive as soon as you speak hope. You speak love, you speak It's like I'm drowning in the deep Well it's crazy to imagine Words from my lips as the arms of compassion Mountains crumble with every syllable Who can live or die? So speak life, speak life To the deadest, darkest night Speak life, speak life When the sun won't shine and you don't know why Look into the eyes of the broken hearted Watch them come alive as soon as you speak Raise your thoughts a little higher 
perfect My friends, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes unto the Father except by me. So, therefore, hope, love, and life can only come from the Lord Jesus Christ. So, yes, speak hope, love, and life from the words that the Lord God has put down in the Bible for us to follow that others may soon be on that straight and narrow path leading to everlasting life and avoiding everlasting destruction. Okay, my friends, in the first part of this broadcast, I gave you a short recap concerning last week's show and how the current coronavirus event is linked to the taking down of the Federal Reserve and the deep state corruption in the American government. Do not lose sight of that fact. It will help you decipher what is going on in this crazy world that is upside down when you keep it in perspective. With that said, let us now hear more about this situation from a short snippet of a broadcast called the X-22 Report dated February 23rd, 2020, as the host, Dave, puts into perspective all that I have shared with you over the past couple of weeks. Listen to this. Let's get into the economic collapse financial news. Now, the battle between... The central bank system, which is the system that we're in currently, this is the system that was started back in 1913 and then modified in the 40s, modified again in the 70s. And here we are at the end of the full on fiat system. This is a central bank system. The deep state, the globalists, they all use the central bank system. It breeds corruption and they don't want it to go away. Because this system allows them to control almost everything. And what they see happening right now, they see a patriot economic system, which was started when Trump came into office. Now, in the beginning phase, they never thought he would be able to bring this new system online, allow the system to grow, allow the system to flourish. But they were wrong. Trump and the Patriots, they were able to do this. They thought they were going to stop him before this even happened. They thought they were going to get him out of office before this even happened. This is what this is all about. Remember, controlling the creation of currency, controlling the economies around the world, allowing these individuals to move currency to launder money, to make themselves wealthy. They don't want to lose this. The battle now has begun. They tried multiple times to bring the system down, and it all failed. The Patriots succeeded by keeping the system operational. And when I say the system, I'm talking about the central bank system. But what they did was they removed most of the events that they could use to cover up the central bank system. And by removing it, they are now exposed to the people of the world. This doesn't mean they're not going to stop trying. 
They're going to continually try until the very, very end. And even then, they will still try. They never give up. Because who wants to give up control? Who wants to give up millions? They don't. And they're going to fight until the very end. The Patriots know this. The Patriots understand what they're trying to do. And up to a point, if you notice, if we go back in time, they allow these individuals to carry out their agenda. And what they do at a certain point is that they do the old switcheroo where everything starts to fall apart and it doesn't go their way. But let's take a look at what they're trying to do here because we can see that it's ramping up. Now, we understand there's an event happening out in China. And yes, there's probably a huge amount of agendas associated with this. But I do believe the main agenda to this has to do with the global economy because the amount of articles now coming out is just unbelievable and what they're talking about is unbelievable because you need to understand is that they're just trying once again to do what they've been doing in the past they're trying to bring down the system they don't want a patriot economic system to come online once that is completely online and people understand what it is and how incredible it is they will know who the enemy is. So let's take a look at some of these headlines. This is coming from MarketWatch. Why the coronavirus outbreak is delivering a fresh dose of recession fear to the stock market. Now, we also have to remember, what period of time is this happening? This is happening in the year 2020 during the elections. Think, go back in time. Didn't they already tell us that there was a recession coming in 2020? And all of a sudden that faded away because the Patriots took control. And now they're back talking about the same recession or a global economic depression happening in the same year. Let's continue. This is from The Hill. China's coronavirus uh, economic cardiac arrest. This is from CNN. Germany's economy has flatlined. The coronavirus could push it into a recession. CNBC. Investors need to wake up and face the warning signs in the global economy. The New York Times. Will the coronavirus cause a recession? The world's second largest economy is coming to a near standstill. And what do we see happening? We see companies being shut down. Here's another one in South Korea. Samsung. Their smartphone factory. Well, there's signs of a outbreak there and they decided to close the factory in South Korea. Now, think about what is happening here. The Patriots understand that this is another event that is most likely created by the central bank, the deep state, the elites. They're letting it play out. Now, do I think it's fake? No, I think there is a virus, just like there was Ebola, just like there was a Zika virus, just like there was SARS. But do I think it's bad as they're making it out to seem no I, I think they're building this up and they're inflating everything now I know there's a lot of people out there that have a completely different opinion but the mainstream media is pushing this very hard and they're talking about the global economy coming down which points to the central bankers remember their entire plan and this is not the first time they try this this is like the sixth time they've tried this 
They've been trying it over and over and over, blaming different things to explain away why their global economy is not working. This is just another event. And the Patriots, I think they understand this. I think this is why Trump is letting us know that I think everything will work out. I think everything is going to be fine. But when you really look at this, this is the same push, different event, same goal, bring down the economy and cover it up. Central bank elites will push this for all it's worth. They have no other choice. They're going to push the fear factor as hard as they possibly can. Now, think about the other side of this. What is happening in China? Well, all the companies who have been shut down, they put all their eggs in one basket, and now they're starting to rethink their plans. Maybe we shouldn't have this one supply chain. Maybe we should have maybe a factory here and another one someplace else. Or maybe we shouldn't even have as many as we have in this area where if something happens, it spreads very quickly and affects other areas that are close to it. And I believe we're going to start to see companies say, you know something, we're going to have to diversify quite a bit. We can't have 9, 10, 11, 12 factories in one location. And I believe the Patriots are allowing this to play out to allow companies to move out. Remember, Trump's tariffs on China pushed companies to move out. This is going to have a greater effect on companies rethinking their strategy. They're going to realize that centralization in one location is a bad idea. And this is going to rip apart the central bank globalist model without the patriots really doing that much. So the question is, is this a coincidence that this is happening now? I don't think so. I don't think this is a coincidence whatsoever. This is a cover-up of their flawed system. Remember, the central banks, they want chaos around the world. With chaos, they hope to distract the people. They could say, hey, look, this is the problem. This is what caused the global economy to come down. Had nothing to do with us. They can stay behind the curtain. And why are they so worried? Because over this period of time, since Trump and the Patriots came into office, they've been building this Patriot economy. It's been getting stronger and stronger. Now with the USMCA, the phase one trade deal and other trade deals, it has become so strong that people are starting to realize and understand that this new system that is coming online, it is now battling the old guard central bank system. Now, Trump was out there and he decided to let people understand and know why this system is doing so well. And this is why the central bank and the elites, the deep state and the rest are so worried. Just take a listen to what Trump said. What's happening with jobs? Look at what's happening with unemployment right now in our country. We have more people working by far than ever before. Almost 160 million people. Regulations have been cut. Taxes have been cut. And of course, the biggest con job that I've ever heard, and that's exactly, I hate to use certain terms, but that's exactly what it is. It's a con job, is that this really happened because of the Obama administration. Just the opposite. The Obama administration had the worst recovery in history since the Great Depression. If that 
concept continued, meaning increase in taxes instead of lowering in taxes, and also many more regulations, and we were already stuffed with regulations. People couldn't move, they couldn't build, they couldn't do anything. You would have had an economy that would have been a disaster. I think it would have gone down by 50 percent and maybe even more than that. Instead, the stock market is up 80 percent, in some cases much higher than that. 401ks are at record levels. People are up 60, 70, 80, 90, and 100 percent, and even more than that. So I just want to tell you, this has been truly the great American comeback, and I'm very proud to be associated with it. We've never had anything like this before in the history of our country. Thank you. And if you heard, he talked about taxes, regulation, and everything else. He's doing everything the opposite of what the central bank, the elites have been doing up to this point. And when you do the opposite and the economy gets stronger, remember, he's playing within the rules of the central bank system. And we have two economies that are in parallel right now. We have the central bank system and we have the patriot economy. The patriot economy is made up deregulation, removal of the taxes, bringing back businesses, manufacturing, new trade deals, and so on. That is going to be the new system. People are recognizing that what Trump is doing, it is working. What the central banks and what the elite have told us over the many, many years and what they've said, oh, we need more regulations, we need more taxes, that is not working. People are starting to recognize this, not just here in the United States, but all around the world. And this is why the central bank, they are panicking, they're scared, they understand that they had to do something and I believe this is their last Hail Mary. And this is going to be the great battle between two economic systems. Remember, the central banks, the elite, the deep state, they're not going to go quietly into the night. They're going to fight until the very end. And they're going to push it like you've never seen before. But I do believe the patriots, they're going to let it go to a certain point, And then you're going to see something pretty darn amazing happen where almost everything is going to be reversed. Think about when the Fed was raising rates back in 2016, 17, 18, and everyone was talking about recession, all indicators, the yield curve flipped and everything like that. Q let us know that, yes, we understand what their plan was, but they let them carry it out up to a certain point, And then all of a sudden, everything was switched around. Think about when they couldn't raise the rates anymore, so they just said, oh yes, there's a recession coming, the recession's coming, and they tried to push the fear that a recession is coming, and then all of a sudden, Trump hit the Fed really hard and continually said, lower the rates, lower the rates, lower the rates, start stimulus. And guess what happened? That whole entire story disappeared. Remember when the IMF, the World Trade Organization, the World Bank, and the rest, say, they were saying that Trump's trade war, the tariffs are going to bring down the global economy? Well, he made the phase one deal. Now they're stuck because what they were saying is no longer true. They never wanted him to make a deal. They wanted this to happen. This was their cover story. But we knew that Trump eventually was going to make a deal. And this is the framework of the deal. Now they're working on phase two. So they had to abandon that story and move to the next event. And I believe this is the only thing they have left.
this is the only thing that they could use. Now, of course, can they come up with something else? But I think they're going to push this one as hard as they possibly can. But I think the Patriots, they're on to them. They understand it. They allowed this to move the way it's moving throughout the mainstream media. Because why interfere with an enemy while they're destroying themselves? Let them use the ammunition. And I believe the Patriots have something completely different in store. Patriots are in control. And my friends, now I would like to share with you a few of President Trump's tweets from the past few days that show us just what he thinks of what is taking place at this time concerning the containment and preparedness concerning this coronavirus false flag event that they are, as Dave just said, going to push to the nth. Oh, and by the way, remember what I have told you about false flag false flag events. Just because it is a false flag event does not mean that people don't get hurt or die because they do. Now, with that said, let us see just what President Trump has had to say in his public tweets in the past few days concerning this event. President Trump tweeted at 2.42 p.m. February 24th, to, uh, 2020, the coronavirus is very much under control in the USA. We are in contact with everyone and all relevant countries. CDC and World Health have been working hard and very smart. Stock market's starting to look very good to me. Well, my friends, when the stock market went down, it, it, he was out of the country and he he later said that he was not up on everything that was going on at that moment. But the fact is, is he made himself aware of it. And I think it, I think he knows what he's talking about when he said the stock market's looking good, very good to him, because soon you're going to see it skyrocket again. So it could have just been a double meaning. Then there was this that was retweeted by President Trump from the CDC at 3.25 p.m. on February 25th. There is currently no report reported community spread of COVID-19 virus in the U.S. People should follow everyday measures to prevent the spread of respiratory viruses, such as staying home when sick and washing hands with soap and water, and stay informed. Now, that does not sound like a big panic, my friends, and that was from the CDC as of yesterday. Then this was tweeted by President Trump, 7.30 p.m. yesterday evening, February 25th, 2020, where he stated, CDC and my administration are doing a great job of handling coronavirus, including the very early closing of our borders to certain areas of the world. It was opposed by the Dems too soon but turned out to be the correct decision no matter how we no matter how well we do whatever the democrats talking point is that we are doing badly if the virus disappeared tomorrow they would say that we uh, did a really poor and even incompetent job not fair he says but it is what it is so far by the way he says, we have had not one death. Let's keep it that way. 
Then, my friends, uh, a fed up President Trump today, February 26, 2020, has spoken up to say that it is the mainstream media who are the minions, my friends, of all the world organizations and the Democrats that are against uh, President Trump and what he's doing here. He says uh, he spoke up to say that the mainstream media that 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 it is the mainstream media that stroke is stoking the panic in people and on behalf of like i said the deep state the um elite and uh, the globalist my words not his and for that very reason the president has called for a news conference at 6 p.m which was really at the top of the hour when we began the show at four o'clock uh president trump was supposed to be speaking from the White House to set the record straight as to what is fiction and what is truth concerning the coronavirus, of which I have not, of course, heard the outcome of yet because I've been here on the air. And on that note, let us dive right into this piece written by Alan Smith for NBC News dated February 26, 2020, which you know what, I think we're just going to skip that for now because it was only going to talk about how President Trump was calling this meeting and uh, we're really running low on time. So I would rather get to some other points um, to what our show is particularly about. My friends, the takeaway from today's show is this. First, I just want to reiterate that I will continue to stand by what I told you last week, which is that the Lord God has not put an urgency in my spirit about this coronavirus event. Secondly, you must understand that we in this country are in a coup. Not with the flesh and blood that is trying to bring it about, but with Satan himself. The things that Dave, the host of the X-22 report, just brought to our attention concerning the soon coming global uh, economic transformation or change that will begin in America, but will eventually engulf the entire world sounds great on the surface. But in reality, It is just the other side of the globalist elite deep state plan to bring in, unbeknownst to them and to those who follow them, the open rule and reign of Satan's antichrist beast, false prophet, and the mark of the beast, one world governance, economic, monetary, and religious system. Remember, my friends, the Lord God wants none to perish. And for that reason, he has given those who will follow his one and only begotten son, who is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ, not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind to hear the voice of his Holy Spirit calling them into a personal relationship with the only Savior of the world, who there again is Jesus Christ. And to be ready, watching, waiting, and praying for Jesus' soon return in the rapture of those who belong to him at his appearing. Which means, my friends, that yes, 
there is a lot of preparation that should be taking place in the here and now. But this preparation is not for the coronavirus, but for where you will spend your eternity. Think about it, my friends. You are more likely to die from the common flu, pneumonia, or in a fatal car crash than by contracting the so-called coronavirus. Nevertheless, the only question that really matters here today and every day while you're among the land of the living is when you do finally take your last breath upon the face of this planet called Earth or the Lord Jesus Christ appears in the eastern sky at the return at his return in the rapture, where will you spend your eternity? In heaven, walking upon the streets of gold with the Lord Jesus Christ, or in the lake of fire with Satan, his evil angels, antichrist, beast, false prophet, demons, and all those who ever walked upon the face of this planet that followed Satan and his hordes, and not the Lord and only Savior of all mankind, who there again is none other than Jesus Christ. Remember, my friends, things are not always as they appear. And at this very moment, there is a lot of theater being displayed by the agents of Satan, and the prize is to take your soul to the lake of fire for all eternity. Which means that it is high time and way past time, my friends, to be sure that just as Jesus warned in Matthew chapter 24, verse 4, that you see that no man deceives you. Today, says the Lord God, is the day of salvation. He as well tells us in his word to seek the Lord while he may be found. For soon and very soon, my friends, I assure you that there will be a multitude of people in the lake of fire who will for all eternity wish that they had prepared themselves to receive and to be received by the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the only Savior of all mankind. My friends, the Lord Jesus said in John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, who is Jesus Christ, might be saved. It says might be saved, my friends, because it is your choice where you spend your eternity. The Lord Jesus Christ already paid the price upon the cross of Calvary for the sins of all mankind, past, present, and future, my friends. All you have to do is receive the gift of asking the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins, and then on the day that he returns in the rapture or at your last breath, to be absent from the body, my friends, in any case, is to be present with the Lord if the Lord Jesus Christ is the Lord of you. And with that said, my friends, I would just like to pray a short prayer for you. Dear Lord God, I pray that today something has resonated with 
the hearts and minds and souls of the people hearing this that are in need of a Savior. We're all in need of a Savior, but I've made my choice. For those who have not made their choice, I pray that today, that by the pricking of the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit, dear Lord God, that they will fall upon their faces with tears and a broken and contrite heart and spirit and ask your one and only begotten Son, who is none other than Jesus Christ, to forgive them of their sins and to be ready, watching, waiting, and praying for his imminent return in the rapture. And Holy Spirit, I pray that they will allow you to have your way this day and each and every day after this day, that you may show them the things that they have need of knowing, that you can bring all things to their remembrance. And Lord God, I pray that they will seek you for the indwelling power of that, of your Holy Spirit, that they may walk with you in the fullness of the power and working of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. And with that said, my friends, it is a wrap. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Shalom and blessings until we meet again. I Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus, and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all, now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?